0: Out at center now for Oshie with one man back. T.J. kicks it back. Nicely! They score! Hendricks LaPierre, <laughs> his first NHL goal! on a great feed from Oshie! It's 3 nothing. Washington, what a moment! All smiles! Hendrix LaPierre, his first in the National Hockey Well, there's nobody happier right now. I got a bird's eye view. He was so happy TJ Oshie was even happy. He couldn't believe it. That just shows you how much they like this kid in this dress room on this team, but what a play. He's got the touch and he's got that first one. An unbelievable pass and TJ, as LaPierre shot, he slid in behind the net and Oshie went over to finish the tackle and congratulate him as LaPierre was on the ice. Hendricks LaPierre's first in the NHL. Oh, what a memorable night. His mother, Marie, his father, Bruno, his brother and sister are here. His grandparents are here. His girlfriend, Clara, all watching, all came in from Quebec and they will never forget what we just saw. Three nothing Washington and a big ovation for LaPierre, a standing O as the fans recognize the effort. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7.
1: The Capitals roar into the new season with a 5-1 win over the Rangers. Alex Ovechkin passes Marcel Dion to move into fifth all-time on the goal list. And Hendricks LaPierre with a night he'll never forget. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, October 14th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. What a game. What a night. The Caps thumped the Rangers 5-1, Ben, in what was at the very beginning a pretty tight game. The Capitals weren't generating a lot at 5-on-5. But the second half of the game made this one of the more memorable games we've seen as
2: the fans return to Capital One Arena. And I think a couple of things, John, made that possible. First off being the play of Vitek Vanacek. I think maybe it gets lost in the shuffle in a 5-1 win over the Rangers. But Vanacek, particularly early on in the first period, he was really good, really positioned. Sound made some great a saves great a scoring opportunities for the Rangers. He gave them the opportunity to get going and then it was the power play which did the trick for the Capitals counting for their first two goals on the night power play very good goaltending very good and at even strength capital started to get their legs going I'd say in the second period on
1: Alex Ovechkin scores two goals. He gets
2: them both in the third
1: period the first one ties Dion for fifth all time the second one a short-handed goal which he had not done since oh 2009 that's what moves him into fifth all-time an amazing night for him on a night we weren't even sure he was going to play until we saw the warm-up he not only played but he
2: ended up being the game's number one star as a game time decision was alex ovechkin keep in mind didn't practice over the weekend dealing with a lower body injury we had an inkling he would be able to go tonight, but it's part of his legacy—the amount that he plays, the durability, the ability to play through some potential wear and tear. And here he is, latest example: opening night, two goals, two assists, and he looked good. Looked good on the power play, was winding up, had the wheels going as well at even strength. Very encouraging sign, a tone setter, if you will. And Alex Ovechkin—very easy for the rest of the team to follow him—and rewarded with a ho-hum four-point night and milestones galore again as he passes. Marcel Dion into fifth place all time.
1: We spent a lot of time on this show talking about Hendricks LaPierre this preseason. We said how much he saw himself making this team, and we thought from what we saw that he had enough, and he does, and he ends up with five assists tied with Kuznetsov for the preseason lead. We knew he was gonna be third line center. We knew it was gonna be an emotional night. His mother and father, you had his brother and sister there. You had the whole family showing up for it. And then, lo and behold, in the second period last night, he comes up with a goal that is his first as an NHLer. A terrific snipe on maybe an even better pass from T.J. Oshie. And he's got number one on the board and what an incredible start to his NHL career.
2: One of the more impressive things with Hendricks LaPierre throughout the past few weeks is that every time it's supposed to become more difficult more challenging, more daunting, more nerve-wracking, however you want to describe it, from the transition from training camp to preseason to the later stages of preseason. Every benchmark, and LaViolette has acknowledged this, every benchmark, he seems to hit it, and he seems to do so with a confidence and a swagger. Doesn't seem overwhelmed, doesn't seem to be out of place. He looks the part, And what I liked in this game as well last night, John, is his first shift, okay, his first NHL shift, he lost an offensive zone faceoff, and 30 seconds later he was called for a high-sticking minor. And you would think for a young kid, maybe that, that's a that's a tough way to start your NHL career. And the rest of the night, it was he couldn't have asked for much better. He had the wheels going, he was creating, he had the finish from T.J. Oshie, he was very good on the power play as well, looking for his teammates. He checked so many boxes, very, very impressive for a kid who has a lot going for him, but a lot of reason why you would think he would be nervous or, or overwhelmed, and he just hasn't been. We would be remiss if we did not send our
1: congratulatorys this morning to Peter Laviolette, now the winningest coach in NHL history among American-born bench bosses. He started the season in a tie with John Tortorella. He moves one in front. And by the way, no one else is close. Mike Sullivan is third, but he is a distant third at this point. This one, if John Tortorella never gets back behind a bench, Peter's going to put it away for life, I think. What a thing for him after coaching Carolina, after coaching Philadelphia, after coaching Nashville. All three go to the final. He wins one with Carolina. And now here in Washington, moves into first all-time among U.S.-born coaches. He may downplay it, but that's a huge accomplishment.
2: that yeah, is and, and you reference all the teams that he's been with as well. He's done this, as, as you might imagine, getting up there in victories over couple of decades here you know the game has changed players have changed the way you deal with personalities and players change and he's clearly evolved in his career as an nhl head coach as well so good to see and and what i like too that there was some some decision making some coaching Obviously, that went into this win as well. His decision, along with his staff, to start Vitek Vanacek. There were many who thought that this would have been Ilya Samsonov on opening night last night. And also the decision early on in training camp to play Hendricks LaPierre with Connor Sherry and TJ Oshie. He knows what he's doing, Peter Laviolette. He's done this a few times. But to put him with the veterans, to make this transition as seamless as possible for LaPierre, there were little things even going back to the start of training camp. You credit Peter Laviolette for some of those decisions. And here we are, the winningest U.S.-born coach in NHL history. And as you noted in the broadcast too last night, he's what, now 26 shy of 700? That would be a nice round number as well to, to hit later on this year. he be only the
1: 10th coach in history to get to 700 regardless of nationality. One of the things that's been fun about doing caps this morning is that we can talk about things that sometimes fly under the radar. We don't even have a lot of time, like in the postgame show last night or even during the course of the broadcast. We made some mention of this early on, and it got lost in the shuffle and LaPierre and Ovechkin. But Nick Jensen had a goal taken away last night for an offside that at the time in the first period would have made it 2 nothing. Okay, it didn't count, but it was a terrific goal from the wing off his back foot and roofs it past Georgiev, and you're thinking, okay, well, this is a new Nick Jensen. And I thought even throughout the game last night, forget the goal that wasn't. I thought that he was playing with that same kind of poise and confidence, and it was such a crisis of confidence for him when he got here from Detroit originally. But what a year last year was for him playing with Sedano Chara, and now looks like a different player. And Peter Laviolette, very complimentary of his work during the preseason and how tough he is to play against.
2: And again, with the wheels moving in this one, too, and not only joining the rush in that instance on the goal, which unfortunately was disallowed because, to your point, it was a blast, but sound defensively as well, got into some physical battles as well. He had a battle that comes to mind below the goal line with Ryan Reeves, of all oncomers. You take on Ryan Reeves, that, that speaks to you know some some confidence that he might be playing with as well. He was comfortable in that situation he found himself in, but the bigger picture is it's just, uh, to your point, he played very well last year with Zdenocha, Jara doesn't have the future Hall of Famer here anymore. Can he replicate that? Can he build off of what he showed last season? And I'll say, John, it even extends to the playoff bubble, if you recall in Toronto. That was really the first time we started to see Nick Jensen really play maybe to his potential play very, very effectively. Saw more of it last year, and here's hoping now it it continues in this 21-22 campaign. All right, so on this Thursday morning,
1: yes, it is a victory Thursday. Yes, it was a very nice win for the team last night, but the challenge on this homestand is about to get a little bit more serious. Caps getting ready now for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending champs making a trip into D.C. early on. Got Colorado coming in after that. The Lightning... Already 0 1 and losing to Pittsburgh on opening night on their banner night. It's over. Uh, yeah, it's well, over. exactly. <laughs> so now they've got to, you know, probably come in, you would imagine, a little bit on the angry side. This is a tough test. This is a great win, but well, the Caps got to look forward. There's a lot coming here on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, and I wonder too, they played tonight against the Detroit Red Wings in Detroit. I would imagine for the Lightning, it's got to be a, a get well game against the Detroit. They may be taking out some anger on Stevie Eiserman's uh, Red Wings there in uh, at Little Caesars Arena. So we'll see w- what type of shape they're coming in here. Over the weekend, they'll either be, uh, you know, 0 2 or 2 losses to begin the year, or maybe they will have done some good for themselves in a game against Detroit. But certainly, uh, a formidable foe. Uh, we haven't seen them since they won not one, but two Stanley Cups, given that the way the schedule was configured last year. So it, it's been a while since we last saw the Tampa Bay Lightning, but certainly up and down that lineup. We know about that power play when Kucherov is in there with Stamkos and Hedman, Vasilevsky in goal. I mean, they're, they're a handful for so many reasons. A stiff stiff challenge. We'll see if the Capitals can. Hopefully, for their sake, build off the win over the Rangers. So that'll be the
1: show for tomorrow. Uh, Please join us tomorrow as we talk about the game with Tampa coming up on Saturday. But in the meantime, it's a big smile around town because the Capitals are 1-0. They did it in front of a full house. And then in the meantime, why don't you have yourself a great Thursday, will you? Happy Thursday, John.
0: For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Capitals!